0: that is a perfect
1: song because we are being joined right now by Lori Herzl, who's the book editor for the Star Tribune. And we know that people love to give and get books for For the holidays. holidays. And so thanks, Lori, for being with us. Hi, how are you guys? We're great. We are so right. good. I will tell people who are listening that we put up the links uh, on our show page to yesterday you had a great story about coffee table books for giving. So we put up those and then we also put up the link from a couple weeks ago where you had a rundown of books by category and it's just really great. So if when we're talking people yes. can know that we've got great. that Posted. So, you. <laughs> can you ever answer the question, Laurie? Did you have a favorite book of 2020?
2: You know, I get asked that a lot, and it's it. Man, it, my mind goes blank. Yeah. Although I would say, I would say that probably um, Louise Erdrich's novel, *The Sentence*, was my favorite book of the year um, because it's not just a great novel, but I mean, it's set here in Minneapolis at the time of covid and george floyd and so it really feels um it really hits home and that was not in our list of holiday books simply because we had just reviewed it like 2 weeks before mm-hmm. so but it but it really is one of the very very best of the year i mean she's so good everything she writes yes, yes. is
1: wonderful <laughs>
2: yes she's amazing she, she kind of is, is amazing
1: how prolific she is with her writing and speaking of prolific uh, did you have was there an Anne Rice book that you loved or that you were introduced?
2: Um, I never read, you never any read? Anne Rice book. Really? No, Not even the Witching Hour? No, no. I just never got into vampires. I know I'm
1: Yeah. Well so tell me you,
2: which one you like the best. Well, you know,
1: we like the Witches of Mayfair, the Witching Hour, that that category mm-hmm. th- th- those books. I don't know that I ever read interview with the vampire. I don't think I did. I think I just kept it it was about her witches.
0: Yes. That's
1: what we, we like. like. Witches. Yeah, that's our. That's right. We, we do. It's better better than, it's a
2: it's a theme. Do you know when she had an event at a bookstore? She would arrive in a coffin. No. Are you
0: kidding? Now that's like Can Lady Gaga ish. Yeah. <laughs> she was <laughs>
2: pre-Gaga. Like almost, she was pre-Gaga, very dramatic, very very dramatic. No, her
1: fans I are love really that. really sad because she yeah. it was a rare author who really interacted yes. with her. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: But, I went past her house when I was in New Orleans one time because she was right there in the phone book. I mean, yeah. she she was just right out there. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I think it's part of the tour. Okay, so what um what what are some recommended like give us a book uh, like maybe. I don't care. You just you just tell us about whatever books you've written because or read because I know that you we probably haven't read the same books because even on some of your the some of the start to be, I'm like Julia we have so many books we didn't read this year.
2: See, <laughs> that's what the pages are all about—to to yeah. teach new things. The you know one book I really really loved this year, and I was very surprised that I loved it. Was um, all in the memoir of Billie Jean King. Oh, and I thought that was a great book. It. I mean, I just never cared that much about tennis, mm-hmm. but she is just a very interesting storyteller. She had a very, very interesting life. She was cutting edge. It was appalling to read how little women tennis players got paid at oh. the time she was, and, you know, compared to how much men got paid mm-hmm. and, and how they were treated. And so it's it covers a lot. I mean, the most interesting part is the first two-thirds where she's talking about kind of getting into – tennis in the in the 1950s and 60s and really being a, an agent of change it's it's a really good book I just loved it
1: oh that that would be I good because people I love love her. kind of like to give I know I like giving a biography or a memoir and if it's mm-hmm. good it's like it's they're so enjoyable and she I would like to know her story
2: yeah, it's a good book. It's a good book. And and one thing I won't let your uh, listeners know is that because of the supply chain and the, and the problems with getting stuff to stores, um, the bookstores that I've been talking to have said tomorrow is like the last day you can order a book from them and expect to get it by Christmas. But they also had really stocked up on books beforehand because they knew this was going to be a problem. So if you go to the bookstores like like Renegades, which is a I mean, if if you've got someone who's a Springsteen fan, it's it or an Obama fan. I mean, mm. it's the conversations that they had mm-hmm. on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Really nice gift book. It's got, I mean, great illustrations with, you know, some of Bruce Springsteen's hand scrawled lyrics and old photos and um it's a nice book and I know I saw huge piles of it earlier in the in the holiday season at some of the bookstores. So hopefully they still have some of those as well. Yeah, that's that's a
1: that's a good reminder for us. How about um, you know? Um, tell us about that book, Diary of a Young Naturalist, because I know that that oh. was put out by Milkweed Editions, and that yes. made your list.
2: That made my list. That was my favorite book of the year, as far as our top ten list went. That's the one I picked. Um, that it's it's um, it's written by an Irish kid. He was only fourteen when he wrote this book. Oh yeah, and it's about a year in his life. Um, he's autistic and he was being bullied at school and he was having a real hard time and his family was moving to a different town and, you know, he didn't like change, but he found solace in nature. And he knows so much about nature. So the book is kind of a, it's 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 true it's a, it's a memoir but it's sort of a coming of age you know how he kind of got through that year and now he's a very well-known climate activist in Great Britain but it's just, he's just a really good storyteller and he has such an eye for you know the insects and the fish and the birds and and this great passion for the natural world I really loved that book Oh I that yeah, that sounds was,
1: like a good book to give to somebody too
2: Yeah you know for a young person too I mean mm-hmm. it, you know it's it's one of those kind of all ages books. He yeah. was 14 when he wrote it, but he's you know in many ways he's a very sophisticated 14 year old. Um, did a lot of reading and, and knew a lot. Yeah. You know? so, how
1: how about yeah. this? This book has shown up on so many best of lists. Julie and I have seen it, and we both just um, not that we have anything against you know an 800 page book, but um, <laughs> um, the love songs of W. E. B. Du Bois. Did you read that? Yes.
2: Yes, that book is outstanding. That book covers, it It covers like generations. It's sort of a saga. So if you like those books, yes. you can just really get into it. And, and um, the writing is terrific. I've also heard that it's a really great audio book. Is it? Okay. I, yeah, um, because, yeah, 800 pages is a That's, lot. It's overwhelming. But, you know, winter is long. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what is it about? Yeah. Um, it's about a family um, and kind of their. Um, let's see if I can find the. Here's what. what um, yeah, it's um, it's it's got a woman who's growing up in Georgia as kind of the main character, and she decides to go back and look at her family's history. And so, and she's a she's an African American woman, and so she goes back and kind of finds the whole story of how her family got there and what happened to them. And, oh, all right. Um, very very good book. Okay, yeah, that, so many lists, so many lists, yeah. and how
1: about um, the other the other big uh, buzzy book, Cloud Cuckoo Land? Anthony Doerr, who wrote All the Light You Cannot See, did you read that book? Because that's another. Yeah, big and one. he
2: was here, of course. You know, oh, he, he. That's right. Um, he came here, so so people may have the book, may have autographed copies of the book. But yeah, this is this is a very weird book in that it <laughs> there's three different strands to the book, and they take place like you know, hundreds and hundreds of years apart. So there's this 1400 uh, during the siege of Constantinople thread. And then there's um, present day Idaho thread. And then there's a a thread off in the future and he weaves them together. So I don't want to say more about the plot because it's kind of hard to describe, but yes. Yes, a very riveting book. Oh, it was. And I'm sure that local bookstores have all of these books cuz okay. they really stocked up on the stuff they knew was going to be great.
1: Yeah. Cuz I think I think like for me, I would say that was it The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue? Oh, we loved that. That when that's book. Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just we we just love love that book so much. Mm-hmm. How about um any uh suggestions on uh any other books that you'd like to highlight?
2: Well, you know, um I love Elizabeth Strout and if people read my name is Lucy Barton, mm-hmm. um this there's a sequel to that called Oh Williams. That's you know, she writes very um they're short, they're kind of almost terse books, but she you know, these people in Maine, you know, short terse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> people in Maine. But um it's 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 a lovely book and I I just swallow her books up whole. But then there's another book that that we included just kind of for fun and that is um, A Line to Kill by Anthony Horowitz. And you might know Anthony Horowitz. He writes the Alex Ryder books, which yes. are really popular with teenagers. Yes. yes. He wrote the BBC show Midsummer Murders and A Line to Kill is the third book in his series of mysteries in which he is a character. And they're, they're really fun because he makes himself kind of obnoxious in, in the book. And he's, he's, he's the writer teaming up with a detective. And that's kind of the, the, um, the thing that holds all of these books together and so he goes off to follow the detective as he solves the crime and then he's told uh, Horowitz is going to write a book about it and they're going to split the money but Horowitz being kind of a a vain man thinks he can solve the m- murders better than the detective oh, and funny. He's Always screwing stuff up okay and, you know so they're so they're funny but they're also good mysteries
0: Oh god! And the cover for that is great, by the way. I mean, we are cover girls. We are we yeah. pathetic cover girls, Lori. We
2: are. We are. You know, we do judge books by covers. And we now, too, and know?
1: now, I mean, Julia, she's a great one for doing audio listening. It's amazing. She'll come in. I'm loving the book, reading it, and she's I... listening to it. And if it's the the person narrating the ah. audible, is you don't like their voice, it ruins the book. Mm-hmm.
2: It does. It does. And we run, um, on the books pages once a month, we run Catherine Powers' audiobook column from the Washington Post. Uh Uh-huh. Because she grew up in Minnesota, so we really like her a lot. Yeah. So she gives her recommendations? She does. We run those once a month. And, I mean, she's brutal i mean if, if the voice is terrible <laughs> oh. she will she will let you know and she mainly does not think that authors should read their own books Ag-
0: she has notable exceptions agreed that, but, but there have been yeah. matthew mcconaughey yeah. was great at his will smith's is mm-hmm. terrible oh really oh terrible <laughs> his audio oh, because I of it. the way uh he speaks, he, speaks. Uh, he sounds like he's
2: acting and lecturing he can't stand it you know and Louise Erdrich has she is releasing audiobooks that she is narrating of all of her books, and she's good at it. I mean, she's got a beautiful voice, yeah, and she knows how to to, to do it. But a lot of authors, you know, they don't work alone in a room, and you never yeah. talk, right? <laughs> if you're a writer,
0: so <laughs> one one who's person. like major Laurie <laughs> is Leanne Moriarty. I mean, her narrator narrator right. is her, terrible. I, 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 did you read apples? Never fall. Yes. But did you like it? Uh, yeah, you know, kind of forgettable. I mean, oh. I know her books are popular, but I didn't think they were great. Oh, this one bugs me more than life itself. Oh, jeez.
1: The, the, the mean, narrator. The
0: and I'm almost done. I'm oh. just pissed off because I've put so much time and effort. But your book list is on our pages, and it's, it's very, so great. It's like Thank young
1: you. adult, and, and we've got uh, coffee table books Regional books. And books. Yeah, it's,
0: it's really a great
2: Thank list. of books and, for children. Yeah. We need to
0: have you on more often. I wish that'd be great. All right, here at my desk. All right, <laughs> thanks. We Larry. know you are. We got.
1: We <laughs> got to be better of booking you ahead of the schedule <laughs> so we can talk to you because you read books ahead. I think you get. You read ahead of us.
2: I'm working on my uh, books to look forward to in 2022 column. So watch for that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm going to
1: send you
0: some things that yeah. we're looking at and see if they're even worth it. <laughs> <laughs> <Julia>. Thanks, <laughs> you. Thanks, thanks, Laurie. Laurie and you can read Laurie, of course, in the Star you. Tribune. And follow
1: her on Twitter at uh, Bookstrib. I think that's what it, it is. Bookstrib. Books. Thank books. you. Thank you, Laurie. Okay. Appreciate nice your chatting. time. Bye. Bye. All thank right. You. Listen, when we come Bye. back, we're going to Hollywood speak. Uh... We're going to Hollywood Speak This News.